everybody, and welcome to another episode of Too Weird Didn't Watch, the show where we make fun of movies that we have not seen based on nothing but their weird descriptions. I'm Brantley. And I'm Albert. We've been away for too long. Happy I've been, New Year, guys. I've been moving this whole time. And Slowly, now I'm not moving box anymore. By box. Because I didn't move. Yeah. Everything was in boxes. We didn't go anywhere. And now the boxes have to get unpacked. That's not important, though. Brantley, what? movie are we starting off with today uh we may get more than one today i don't plan on it though <laughs> oh okay the long one yeah i love these so we have project metal beast I've... aka project metal beast dna overlord aka metal beast i have heard <laughs> of this have you seen it i have not seen cool. it but i know its reputation but vaguely, like all I know, it's weird because you've said Project Metal Beast and like my recognition thing in my brain went boing, boing, boing. That I sounds this. familiar. <laughs> I recognize this. I mean, it's hard to, once you've heard the words Project Metal Beast. Yeah. It's difficult to get out of your head, but I'm 90% certain I have not actually seen it. This is from 1995. Okay. All right. In Good era. You ready? Yes. In 1974, an ambitious special ops soldier named Donald Butler investigates an island castle that is protected by a vicious man-eating werewolf. So, uh, this is actually interesting. Almost always in these movies, you're in the far-off future of 2010 yeah. or whatever. Now so we're in the far-off past For them to make a low-budget... I'm assuming this is low-budget. Yeah. Maybe we'll get to the future in a little bit. For them, but for them to start with their low-budget movie... And do a period piece that flashes back to 1974. I, I'll, I'm interested. Okay. This is different than normal. Don kills the beast with silver bullets before taking a large sample of its blood to Washington for investigation for a possible super soldier serum under the supervision of Colonel Miller. There is so much going on in that sentence. I could not chop this down and keep all the many, many things I wanted to keep. Okay, okay, so... What what's the uh, so I got fixated in 1974 or 1976 or whatever castle protected by a werewolf. So he he goes and finds this castle, and that's apparently the mission because he's going to collect the blood for a super soldier program. Or he's just a seal that happened to be carrying silver bullets. Also possible. And had a blood collection kit <laughs> on hand in case. But probably he's heard about this castle. He's like, there's a werewolf there. I'll go check this out. Mm -hmm. Like you would if there was a real werewolf. I would imagine. I would I would be interested. <laughs> Send some military guys. We know what kills them. Um, he gets the blood. He brings it back to Washington, D.C. There's some kind of military guy watching him. Colonel Miller. I've got a bad feeling about Colonel Miller. <laughs> based on nothing. Except having seen these kind of movies before. Yeah. Butler. Don, the guy who killed the guy. Or killed the werewolf. Right. Soon grows impatient and irritated that most of the blood he collected was used up with no results. Come on, guys. I want to kill the werewolf for you and you're wasting all the blood. <laughs> Don there's just drinking it. There's like a 55-gallon drum and he's just like, I don't know what happens if I put it in a cup and drink it. This is not scientific. <laughs> Taking matters into his own hands, Butler injects, injects himself with the last of the blood directly. And so you were kind of close to the marker. <laughs> what? Yeah. They didn't try that before. I mean, I think they were trying to like 
figure out what would cause the thing without just stabbing people with random blood the guy collected that he claimed was from a werewolf? I mean... Because it didn't say he brought the body. He just collected blood. I guess. They they must believe him, though. Yeah. No, like, you can't go to Washington, D.C. with a vial full of blood and be like, hey, guys. <laughs> this is for a werewolf. I need you guys to do some experiments and see if this makes a super soldier or whatever. <laughs> Unable to control his newly animalistic nature, Butler soon goes berserk, becoming a werewolf himself and killing off another member of the staff before Miller kills him with three silver bullets to the chest. Okay. Okay. I don't understand what Butler's plan was. Yeah, you can't be surprised by this. <laughs> you shot... You needed <laughs> silver bullets to kill this thing. You know what happens in werewolf movies, and you're like, what if I was... You, you know what happens, you moron! And it's not even like he was like wanting to be a werewolf from the start. He just got mad that they weren't getting any results. So I was like, I'll do it myself! And you then, could have injected somebody else and saw what happened. If it turned him into a werewolf, hey, great, new source of blood. <laughs> so he's dead by Miller's hand, the general. Yep, Colonel. I'm sorry, Colonel. Clinically dead, Miller orders a witness murdered and hides Butler's body. Cryogenically freezing it, as without the bullets, Butler would be very much alive, which I guess maybe happened to the other world when they have that one on ice. Okay, I've seen this in vampire movies and stuff yeah. before, where like the stake falls out and they come back, yeah. or... And that might happen to Larry in between one of the movies, like between the... I don't know. It doesn't have to be consistent. I'll, yeah. I'll, that's interesting, okay. I like this twist. They also did it in like the Jason X movie, I think. Or he's just... Yeah, where they could not kill him, it's like, we're just gonna freeze him and just... Not tell anybody. Yeah. And the government's like, no, we're going to use him to make super soldiers. She's like, that's a stupid idea. We're all going to die. And then they all die. They all die. <laughs> they always do. And they wake up in the future. Love that movie. The glorious future. In 1994, the present, I'll remind you. Okay. Actually, no, the past of one year. Well, they were probably shooting yeah. in 1994. A group of scientists are investigating possible mass skin replacement alternatives, synthesizing prosthetic skin with the metal alloy as a base. So they're making Colossus from the X-Men. Synthesizing what skin? Synthetic skin. Prosthetic skin. Okay. So like burn victims or... Yeah, okay. Don't know okay. why they're going with metal, but they are. So this guy... <laughs> so all of the previous stuff happened in 1974. Yes. He this kills is... the werewolf. I, I knew that happened, but then like the experiments are happening. He injects himself, turns into a werewolf, gets killed, put on ice. 20 years later. 20 years later. And they're experimenting with the metal alloy skin completely unrelated they're just still high on the super soldier idea yeah do you think that's happening in the government for real i don't know <laughs> i mean like a super soldier no, that did well, happen. i guess it depends on how you would define super soldier right like achieve that they're always trying to get people going faster and better and stronger you know, like you put people, you pick the best guys and then you put them through like Navy SEAL camp and then mm. train them after that for another two years in some kind of specialization. That seems pretty super to me, but yeah. I, I mean, they already like, know about like giving people steroids. Yeah. I guess they probably don't do that. No, because there's downsides and like high stress combat situations that you don't want to have going off. Yeah. Though they are having trouble stabilizing it without it turning hard as steel, they are approached. Okay, the synthetic skin. Right, right, it's right. It's turning hard as steel. They're trying to get metal skin, yep. but it turns out metal, kind of a hard yeah. material. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hate to be one of the test subjects that it originally worked on. <laughs> We're just like, I'm alive. But. 
You can't kill me. <laughs> we could just not feed you. No. They approached Brad Miller, who, if you remember, is the guy who sent him for a werewolf. Now he's older. Yeah. Are we thinking a different actor ago. or prosthetics? Uh, probably a different actor. 20 years older? I would just put, like, either make him look younger in the or the flashbacks mm -hmm. or older in the future. I'd, I'd probably try to make him look younger in the flashbacks. Pick somebody who's aging, but not, like, old. Mm -hmm. And then just put, like, black in their hair for the 1970 part. Because that's the intro, right? That's, yeah. like, 10 minutes of the movie, maybe? 15, we're mm -hmm. guessing? Yeah, okay. Okay, that's fair. If yeah. I'm making this movie, that's what I do. <laughs> So they're approached by him, who offers them human corpses as subjects. Right. To grow their skin thing on, so that way they're not turning people into horrible Do they not statues. have access to human corpses? There's probably like they're a... They're the United States government. It's just like... I don't think these people are. Oh, okay. It's just a team working on this, and he's like, hey, really want a super soldier. Been trying to get one for 20 years. Last project didn't work out so well. We're not going to talk about it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> still paying the electrical bills for that freezer. <laughs> Initially hesitant about using the bodies, using the bodies, the head scientist Anna DiCarlo finds they have no choice and will face having their funds cut off if they refuse to cooperate. I don't understand this woman's conflict. Like, cadaver experimentation is a real thing in science. I, it's, it's better than using actual living people, yeah. Yeah, like, Which wh is, what's her hang-up? I'm sure there's, well, I'm not sure. But I can imagine a situation where there is a real hang-up for this person, but it's not described in this, uh, mm. this description. It seems perfectly reasonable to me to try things on a cadaver before you, you know, kill a person doing it and make a new cadaver. Yeah. Of course, then you have two cadavers. Guess Double what one the of signs. them. <laughs> hmm. I wonder what <laughs> it's like to, how, how difficult it is to donate your body to science. You know, like when you die. Yeah. I think... You, I've I mean, heard that it's not terrible. I mean, I don't think you care anymore, so... No, I mean, terribly <laughs> difficult. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, obviously... <clears throat> you just, I think you just put uh, in your world, donate the body to science, and they'll just do whatever they want. You gotta, you gotta fill some stuff out. And there's... It's, I would talk to my family about it if the time was growing near to be sure that they'd be, like, not horrified. I mean, if you're an organ owner, you're already donating a good chunk of yourself. Yeah. Which I am, by the way. Yeah. Recommend. So, Check that box on your driver's license thing. As Anna and her team, Larry, Roger, and her love interest, Philip Ferraro. Very important that we know that. Did he, is he the guy who makes those Ferraro Rocher candies? I don't know what those are. Oh, no! Redford goes over my head, bud. Okay, well, I mispronounced the name because it's actually Ferraro Rochers. So ah. that was a joke. Uh, but they're delightful little, like, chocolate, hollow chocolate nut balls. All right, so uh, the team... Those four people right. are given the body of Butler to work on. Which, now if you've uh, put things together and remember the name of this movie, you can probably guess where things are going. Also, everyone involved is now incredibly stupid. <laughs> well, they don't know he's a werewolf. They're fine. Miller, what are you doing? Maybe his funding has been cut, too, and he's like... <laughs> he can't afford the freezer anymore. <laughs> it's like, well, we better use his body for something, and we still get the bullets in there, so it's fine. Right? Also, like, if it goes badly, then he's a werewolf who's alive but has metal skin that doesn't move. <laughs> Which, That's... I don't know how that works out for him. Uh, so they're given the body. 
They suspect something is amiss as the body has no name and no origin that they have access to, which... I mean... It doesn't seem like the weirdest thing ever. Yeah, like, let the people... Because you don't want to be super emotionally attached to a body you're dissecting. That's kind of upsetting. <laughs> Might yeah. interfere with you being also, impartial. Also, why are you being so nosy about the cadaver? I like, mean, within the also context... in fairness, is the guy comes out and is like, hey, you want to use bodies? And they're like, yeah, here's a body. Don't ask questions. Ah. <laughs> but in that context... Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be surprised that you can't find the guy's name. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, did you... When they are nearly completed with the transfusion of the metallic skin, which appears to be successful so far, leaving only bits of skin left, including the patch over his heart. Hint. Weakness. <laughs> they find the bullets that, they, that have been lodged into his heart and remove them. Because, ah, those are going to the way the science that we're doing about the skin. Yep. The predictability, Brantley, it's off the chain right now. How did they notice the bullets were there? X-rays. But why were, I mean, I guess maybe they were doing that to see how much metal was interfering with that. I don't know. Immediately, the body comes alive and the situation turns into a moral issue for Anne and her team. What moral issue does it turn into? Uh, we discovered this dude in metal skin and he just came alive and we were told he was dead. Who do we tell? Uh, who do we tell is a good one. But I mean, it's not that <laughs> Do we fault. tell Miller? Because super shady dude just showed up with a body and told us not to ask questions. Um, do we go beyond that? Because it's probably like an NDA agreement. Yeah. Can't go public. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think disclosing NDAs co covers the moral. That's not a moral decision. That's a legal question. That's fair. It's important, <laughs> but yeah. When Miller refuses to collaborate his information and Anna and her team refuse to complete the project on a living man, Miller instig instigates the scattered memories of Butler through photographs causing him to relapse and turn into his former werewolf self again, who kills Larry. Poor Larry. We knew him well. Okay. He's been mentioned once. Okay. So they're like, we don't want to keep experimenting. I guess. Is that what dude, yeah, because he's like, okay, we agreed to work on dead bodies. This is not a dead body no more. Don't really want to be experimenting covering him with more metal skin, because he's a living dude. Also, what's up with the guy who just came back to life? And Miller's like, how dare you? How dare you question this man who just I came back to life? I will show this man traumatic photos of his now probably dead family. Or like photos of the aftermath of his rampage as a werewolf. Oh boy, yeah. Let's trigger that, P that werewolf and PTSD. turn him into a werewolf so that he kills you because I'm that petty <laughs> and stupid. He's, he's like the biggest flaw in this movie universe, which is fascinating. Very much so. He had the... He's the impetus for everything, but he's also super dumb. Yeah. Meanwhile, Anna investigates Miller's story more by breaking into his office, and she finds the gun used on Butler 20 years earlier. It's a special gun that can only fire these silver bullets. Not any other gun can do it. Also, well, he kept the gun, because I guess it's special and fires silver bullets. I assumed it was just, he's super lazy. Yes. That's all I can, That's what I can figure out about this guy. He's just like, I kind of want a super soldier, but... <laughs> It's hard. You can just shove him full of werewolf juice. Do that. Father, go kill a werewolf. I don't want to do it. You do it. <laughs> oh, you're a werewolf now? I put you in the freezer until somebody invents metal skin. <laughs> hey, you guys working on metal skin? I got a guy for you to put metal skin on. <laughs> in fairness, he is very efficient. <laughs> yes. Every part of the buffalo. <laughs> but uh, so it's just he just like shot him like twice. And it's I'm going to imagine it's a revolver. There's still four bullets in there. He's like, <sighs> just throws it in his desk. I'll get you later, I guess. 
Well, I already have these three silver bullets. He could wake up, and I don't want to go get more. I'm just going to stay in this one office forever. It definitely doesn't need to be clean or protected from corrosion or anything. That's not how guns work. I just also love that she like she finds a gun and it's treated like a revelation. He is a at least a colonel, if not a general at this point. He would probably have a gun, lady. Yes, he's in the military. <laughs> they're they're well known for sporting <laughs> firearms on occasion. After discovering Larry's death and finding the now half-formed werewolf that Butler has become, so he's like monstery bits, which probably saves on special effects if you don't have to do the full face. Yeah. They attempt to reverse the process, only to find that the grafted skin has solidified. So he's like a metal-covered werewolf monster. What process are they trying to reverse? Like the uh, him being alive, maybe, or the skin? I mean, it, solid or not, you can, I guess, rip this guy's skin off. Is that? I guess maybe the problem is that it's solidified in a way that they can't remove it. Yeah, because it says it turns hard as steel, which is probably still magically flexible. Again, like glasses. I'm sure. Yeah, it's just painted on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen some clips of this. <laughs> uh, in like YouTube or whatever. I did not watch the movie itself. Okay. But uh, my brain is telling me this guy just has silver spray paint on some of his skin. Yeah, that's probably it. When Anne and Ferraro, who I would remind you is her love interest, hasn't really come up at all, but it, he is, according to the description. Thank you for reminding me. I would not have remembered. <laughs> I went uh, off on my candy rant. <laughs> when they leave, Butler transforms again, killing Roger, who was left behind to sedate him. He wasn't already sedated. It's just like, all right, he's unconscious. We're going to go now. get pizza and probably have sex. We're going to go figure interests. some stuff out. Get the sedative together and put it on. We're, we you trust that this, you can right? handle this. This is totally a horror movie. Nobody left alone with the monster is ever in danger. Now loose, the new Metal Beast, who is played by Kane Hodder, a.k.a. Oh, nice. Jason Voorhees, and several other things, but most importantly, that one. Was this before his main work as Jason or after? Uh, this was in 95, so this would be after. Okay. Um... Prior to Jason X, which we did discuss, which was about Jason getting getting metal parts, huh? Kane I'm really, got really excited about the metal frost. <laughs> I want to be a metal covered monster. I want to do it twice. <laughs> um, he begins to kill off the doctors and soldiers in the hospital. So I guess they were just in a regular hospital while without all, all this going on. Uh, it might be like a research hospital. I think that's, that's a real thing. Fair enough. In order to prevent him from getting out, Anne, Ferraro, and Debbie who's here now, lock down the facility, trapping themselves inside with the beast. That is a cool setup. Yeah. I think that of all the stuff that we've had so far, all of that sounds really basically lame <laughs> overall, like in, in how I can envision it being yeah. executed. But the monster locked into the no doubt trashed and lights going on and off hospital mm -hmm. Yeah, you're emerging lights flickering. Right. With these two people being like, we can't let this thing out. It'll be unstoppable. We have to kill it. We're the only ones who know. It harkens back to a book that was like seminal in my childhood, like formative for me. My mom read me. I think she read it to me. I might have read it myself. But I remember enjoying this book with my mom. She either she read it to me or we both read it together. It's a book called Leviathan by James Byron Huggins. And it's just about essentially plot. There's a military facility that has a genetically modified tomato dragon into a, a, a dragon. Okay. Like a full on fire breathing <laughs> giant dragon thing. It might not have been a Komodo dragon, but they built. Yeah. 
a biological lot weapon and it gets loose in this underground cave facility like you do and an electrician and in a giant Norse dude named Thor with an axe have to take this thing out. Okay. And of course, it's impervious to bullets. They've they've developed like a mesh skin for it. Okay. That like it absorbs bullet impacts, but bladed weapons Piercing, have a yeah. chance. So Thor whacks it real good with an axe, and then electrician man comes in and like drops like all the heavy gauge electrical wire in its path and zaps it and knocks it over things and like the final thing is he ha like he has these two wide apart uh cords that the thing is like well i can just walk between them but then he shoots a grenade at it it's a phosphorus grenade and the gas and the ball zaps it right through the phosphorus it's all gone leviathan was a great book <laughs> I, wish, for the I wanted to see a movie of that so bad when I was a kid. So bad. It could happen. Oh, man. It could. It may have already happened, but if I haven't heard of it by now, it's absolutely garbage. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So Miller shoots Ferraro. Again, the love interest. Not of him, but of Anne. All right. Yes. Uh, who allows the girl to get away with silver tipped rockets they had made to kill <laughs> Butler. What? <laughs> Why? I guess you need like the extra power now to go through the metal. That I, I that trying to justify but why you need a silver tip rocket. Excuse me, I don't think the silver tip would help anything. And then when you're just blowing up, which I don't know how well that would work. I mean, right? Because then the, the silver but... would fall out of him or go all the way through and then not be effective based on the rules of the movie. Yeah. But who knows if the movie cares about its own rules. <laughs> Anne and her friend Debbie find the cryogenics <laughs> lab used to keep Butler on ice for 20 years. Again, assuming that, that implies that it's already been here and maybe they just it's have just access to the It's just in the, the basement floor. or something yeah. of the hospital. What's that? Don't worry about it. It's really cold over there. Yeah, it's the, it's the, the morgue. Don't worry. <laughs> also, did they call it a cryogenics lab? Yep. So it's a whole lab, not just like a freezer thing. Right, because he's... The premise is they don't need like a special freezing thing. He's a werewolf. All you're trying to do is to keep him from coming alive and killing you. And then he brought him as a dead body. Again, Miller, not a smart man. Don't know why he shot Fer Ferrero. Any also. also, dead bodies aren't usually frozen solid. And maybe that's why it's cryogenics. So there's uh, not like ice crystals pouring. I guess. When Miller comes upon the beast, instead of being grateful for being kept alive in quotes for so long butler kills him and debris from a missed rocket shot knocks debbie out the implication that he should have been grateful is just so rich i could have destroyed you i kept you on ice uh, and Grr, swipe. I, I've, I've been conscious this whole time and unable to move also he's now a berserk, berserk werewolf i don't know or, like... or that yes one of those things is bound to be <laughs> again miller not a smart man no um Debris from missed rocket shot knocks Debbie out. Again, Debbie's here now. Forcing Anne to run from the Metal Beast. Good luck, Debbie. <laughs> After a short game of cat and mouse, Anna holds off the beast long enough for Debbie to take a shot at the beast, injuring it with a shot to the leg that didn't explode. These rockets are A+. <laughs> well, you don't want it to explode. I don't think you want it to explode. I don't understand. I don't understand the mechanism of the silver-tipped rockets. Like, you could make a grenade that had silver shrapnel. There's That makes a lot more sense. I think 
in theory, the rocket is to break through the metal skin because it's impervious. The bullets yeah. are bouncing off. I mean, it's got that spot over the heart. That's the obvious weakness. Um, but the silver, the metal skin isn't like it's not easily penetrable by silver. Yeah, no, that's the, this. The silver tip is completely pointless. Yeah. As all hope seems lost, Ferraro, having recovered from the gunshot to his shoulder, steps in and reloads the bazooka. Anna fires the final... Also, her name's been switching between Anna and Anne this whole time. That's not just me messing up. Okay. Just been doing that. Anna fires the final rocket into the beast's chest. Probably where that space above the heart is. Mm -hmm, Where mm -hmm. they could have just shot. No doubt. Um, Causing him to blow apart. As they leave, a piece of the beast starts to move, indicating it can regenerate itself from just a small piece of tissue, and it will thus return. Also, again, the silver was probably just blown through, so they just broke it apart, and following monster uh, squad rules, it's going to pull itself back together. Probably without metal skull net skin now, though. Uh, it, I mean, worse outcome is all of the individual pieces reform into a <laughs> new werewolf, which is the starfish rules. So. That somehow also keep the metal skin. Yeah. And that's the end of Metal Beast. I AKA know that Project we metal have Beast. we have gone on for a bit about Metal Beast. Is there a Metal Beast two? I could not find one. Oh man, we set up for the sequel. I'm sad now that there's, there's no sequel for Metal Let Beast Let me too. double check. I'm going to look up as well. There appears to be no sequel. Oh. There's a YouTube video called Project Metal Beast 2. And YouTube has Project Metal Beast full movie. Hmm. Also, the, uh, the one title is Project Metal Beast DNA Over- Overlord. DNA didn't really play into this at all. DNA had nothing to do with it. That, I'm sure they were probably writing some. This like, is 95. Local, this is two years after Jurassic Park, which yeah. made a big deal about the building blocks of life. So now like, we have a DNA. baby dinosaur. So that's it then? Yep. All right. Well, that'll do it for us for this week, folks. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this, you can tell a friend about it. Subscribe to our channel wherever you're getting us from uh, to get more of these episodes. And we will see you guys next time. Bye, guys. There will not be as long of a gap in between <laughs> these than there, as there was this last time. We promise. I'm not going to move for a while. Bye. <laughs> Bye.